Some people like confrontation too much, but most of us like it too little. It's one of the hardest responsibilities of leadership and one of the most difficult skills to learn and apply appropriately. It also requires a kind of courage and conviction that's stronger than the desire for people to like us. Here's Dr. Jim Bradford with more on The Central Moment. Welcome again to this moment around God's Word and prayer. As we continue through uh, the book of Galatians in the New Testament, authored by the Apostle Paul, we're now in chapter 2. He's talking about how he traveled, uh, submitted the gospel that Jesus had revealed to him to the leaders in Jerusalem, and uh, now he's going to relocate, and he's going to talk to us about our favorite word, confrontation, Um, although some of us like it way too much, but uh, most of us dread that word, and yet I want want you to see some confrontation in action in a context that that truly calls courage out of us, because there are some things that are so valuable, there are some values that are so important that they're worth risking people not liking us or reacting negatively. It's worth risking all the emotional pain we go through when we try to confront somebody. They're now in Antioch in verse 11, Galatians 2. Antioch was a unique church. It's the first place. It's the first city where followers of Jesus were first called Christians. And it was one of the first churches that in a very overt way brought Jews and Gentiles together. It would be also the first church that intentionally sent out missionaries. Up to this point, people were fleeing persecution and preaching as they went. And that's how the church of Antioch began, that this would be the church that would send out the first two missionaries later, Paul and Barnabas. However, he says in verse 11, when Peter, or Cephas, or Peter, came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face. So we we, we get just an interesting glimpse here of, of these superheroes of the church, these men of God, I mean, Peter and Paul. And yet, And yet the tensions that were developing over this issue of if you become a Christian, how Jewish should you also become? And and so he said, when when I came to Antioch, I I opposed Peter right to his face. For before certain men came from James, James was the brother of Jesus who was sort of the leading elder of the church in Jerusalem. So that would be a way of saying before Jewish, some of the Jewish people came from the Jerusalem church. Peter used to eat with the Gentiles, which means he broke the kosher laws of the Old Testament that were a part of Jewish identity. And and he because he's now his righteousness is in Christ, he didn't keep those laws. But when... These Jewish brethren came from Jerusalem. He began to draw back and to separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. These these Jewish believers have become more and more adamant that you need to become Jewish if you became Christian, which meant circumcised. So he calls them the circumcision group. And the other Jews joined Peter in his hypocrisy. So that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas, even his partner Barnabas, was led astray. And so they're preaching the gospel that our righteousness comes through faith in Christ and what he did on the cross for us, not by keeping dietary laws, not by being circumcised, not by adhering to those parts of the Old Testament law. And and Peter preached this, and before before these Jerusalem Jewish Christians showed up, ah, Peter was eating with the Gentiles, breaking all the laws. It was fine. And, and that was fine. There's nothing wrong with that. 
What was wrong with it is that when the Jerusalem Jews showed up, Peter, he stopped eating with the Gentiles. He allowed a rift to develop. And he went back to kosher food, and he went under the cover of Judaism as if refuting the core of the gospel. And the core of the gospel was so important that Paul needed to confront Peter of all people, the apostle Peter, right to his face, and even implicate his traveling partner, Barnabas. So this is where confrontation is justified. It's not justified uh, just because we got to give somebody a piece of our mind or we're so bitter or angry that we just sort of dump on people. But we confront because there are issues more important than making somebody else feel uncomfortable when we're dealing with true issues of truth and true issues of integrity. We tend to shrink back from confrontation too much, but maybe there are things we need to confront in the lives of people we love for their sake and for the sake of, of their freedom and their wholeness and their future. May God give us courage to do that when we need to do it. Father, thank you for this. Thank you for Paul's example. Thank you for his willingness to confront Peter face to face. If we need to do that, I just pray you'll help us, guide us, lead us. Give us grace. Help us to do it gently, but with your love. And let restoration come as a result. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.